and we're live. I'm Baxter made a face, uh, but I'm pretty sure I actually did this correctly for once. Guardian, you still don't have a uh, camera. We got to get you an image or something so you're not just a floating name. Yeah, that would um, be a good idea. Either way, hello. Welcome to another episode of your bi-monthly... Uh, was it bi-monthly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it depends on your definition. Bi-weekly? <laughs> Twice a month? Every two weeks. Every other week? Every two weeks? Lore show. This week, we are talking about... Uh, thank you, Sean Vertigo. It is bi-weekly. This week, we are talking about the Chronicon, one of the new lore books. We might also talk about uh, Confession, which is the other of the two lore books. And uh, we we have rumor. Has it been confirmed, or is it just like data mine nonsense that there's there's a, a third lore book for the uh the lumina lumina well there's i mean there's definitely a cover for it there is yeah and you didn't give me that but i did i thought i sent you that you give me the, the two that i asked for oh well okay look well excuse <laughs> me uh no i can i can send you that um oh, please do i yeah that, that way but i mean it's, it's down, one of I those can, i can jump on it it's one of those things, though, because you don't always know if there's like an there's like a, an entry in the API that is redacted, mm-hmm. and so it could be a law book about um, the what's it called? I've forgotten the name already. Lumina. 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 But sure. equally, and there is also a cover, so <laughs> it's kind of it looks like there's probably going to be a book related to um, Lumina, but. You never know. Like it could be, it could be that those two things aren't. I would really related. hope there's at least one more book because, like with mm. Black Armory, we only really got like what was it? It was uh, Eva's journey got an update, Dawning mm-hmm. Delights, and uh, or was Dawning Delights part of Black Armory? Hmm. Well, either way, that and then Black Armory yes, papers. It w- and it, so like they were good. Don't get me wrong. But then, you know, Season of the Drifter, uh, Joker's Wild comes, and it's like, here's seven lore books, and they're all amazing, and like, yeah. it's like, what the hell, this is so much, and I was really hoping Penumbra would also bring up that, like, just insanity of quantity yeah. as well. Yeah. <clears throat> but this week... Isn't there a new exotic hand cannon for Destiny 2? Yeah, the Lumina. The, the Lumina hasn't come out, right? No, that's in... Uh... I think it's in three weeks on July 2nd. Is that three weeks from now? Approximately, yeah. yeah. So I would assume the third book would probably come with that, like the letters from a renegade type deal. It's supposed to be a book on the Lumina and whatever the hell the Lumina is. So I would imagine. Um, Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see, really, because it's not like you can't. Like I said, you can't really draw any conclusions from what is in the API at the moment. Yeah. Like it's it's probably related, but you never know. So I mean, before we actually get on track, what what, what are you guys thinking <laughs> about that? Like you know, because there's, there's I don't a lot know about it. Well, I don't know. Like like what is there? A, so is there something special about the gun? Like is there well, something? It's a hand cannon that has a rosebud on the handle, 
and then it's got all these petals swirling to make the barrel, and then sticking out of the barrel swirls are thorns. Oh, really? Yeah, there's little thorns sticking out. All right. Well, I was... Okay, what I was going to say is, do you you actually think that it's related to thorn? I think it's related. Oh, absolutely. It's wrapped up inside of the gun, if you look at it. I did see uh, somebody posted a, a comparison... Maybe mm. it was Bife. I don't know. Maybe he was retweeting someone else. Well, because there was also that other know. that other uh, hand cannon that was just like gunmetal gray and had nothing special about it that was seen on the uh, the season of opulence uh, uh, page on Bungie.net. and it was yeah. like, that's that's got to be Rose. That's got to be what Rose was before Rezalazir did what he did to it. And then it was like two hours after people found that the Lumina was posted, and everyone's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, well then I don't know what the hell is anything at this point." <laughs> people were calling that other hand cannon imprecation point two point oh. Mm. <laughs> but did you know like, the like... the the naming of Lumina? The um the naming structure is kind of neat if you if you try to like compare it if it was actually a rose, <clears throat> and you try to compare the definitions that I found for it. So, like, lumina is plural for lumen, which means the innermost layer or, uh, like, the inner light, which is an opening, you know, the opening of light. Um, It's also the measure of brightness from a light source. But what's really neat is in botany, it pertains to the cavity bounded by a plant cell wall where light is consumed. Hmm. So, you know, like, where... uh, like uh, photosynthesis takes place inside the cellular wall. It's the, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's part of the cell. It's actually called alumina. Mm. And uh, I, I looked up a definition about it and that, that's kind of what inspired my theory is that it's to inspire, you know, it, it's, it's a mm. word for that means like to inspire. And the first thing with the context of, Oh my God, could this be related to Thorne? Could this be related to Rose? Is that dre- uh Azir, Guardian is louder and Anon is lower. Oh. Uh That's interesting. Let's do that. You maybe? didn't you didn't you didn't sound any quieter to me. Yeah, it might just be um weird audio <laughs> things. Go like that. <laughs> maybe hopefully that that helps it. I'm not entirely sure to be honest. We can mess around with this. Um but so like I was saying, like I was <laughs> saying, oh my god, I hate being told to speak up. I have the same issue. That's why I had to get this mic. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, you're always so quiet. Um, but Rezalazir was a beacon of hope to the people in mm-hmm. the Dark Ages. People th- saw him standing against everything, fighting them, and they were like, "Hey, hey, Matt, <laughs> it's my tie." <laughs> Thank you. And so <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, could could this kind of be what Rezalazir? stood for the good part of Rezalazir. He was a beacon of hope. He was the one that inspired Lumina mm. to inspire. And that's that's my that's what really leads me to believe that it is not Rose, it is Lumina. It is its own entity, but it is mm-hmm. what Thorn's final form will become. We will we will cleanse the darkness from Thorn and create mm. the Lumina. Yeah, I could see that, I guess. Yeah, that's that's an interesting theory, and yeah, hmm, I hadn't thought of it like that. But like looking that is at it, the, it, the thing that I saw as well was that it was going to be—it's not going to be rose, but it'll be a cleansed thorn. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. though I feel like it would be really cool to have rose, 
it would slightly bother me having a gun that's already been turned into another gun come back into the game. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, I can see that. Fine, yeah. I'm perfectly fine getting the basic bitch gun that was Rose, you know? Because, like, mm-hmm. Rose was a gun. A gunsmith mm-hmm. with the knowledge of how to build that gun can make that gun. It's nothing special. You know, so technically, Banshee can be like, yeah, this is what Reza Lazir used. It doesn't have any hive crap on it, though. Hmm. And that's it. There you go. It's, it's there. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. So, so I guess what... Does that mean that you think we're going to have to kind of give up our thorn, like cleanse our thorn so we won't have thorn anymore and we'll have... Yeah. And then we can just go into collections and get it back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That feels like cheating. I agree with that. Well, Hmm. a little birdie out there was spreading a rumor that that Lumina drops an orb and you can use the orb to heal a teammate. Hmm. Ah. So there's like already rumors spreading as to how the mechanics of the gun actually work. I guess there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they could do with that if it's kind of supposed to be the opposite, like not the opposite, but you know, like the inverse of. Maybe that is opposite. You know, like the anti-thorn, then it, it would probably do something like... like he, mm, Delicious. You know, I like that, the anti-thorn. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. Imagine shooting allies to heal. That's like <laughs> Team Fortress-style medic. The reason I would immediately just ignore anyone that says that is because... For years, <laughs> people have been saying we should have Rose in the game, and when you shoot your allies, it heals them. And it's like, but like for years before Lumina was even shown, people were saying that like that's what that's what Rose should be, that's what Rose should do. So hearing that's what Lumina does just makes me go, no, it doesn't. And that's precisely why they'll do it, though. No, <laughs> uh, I'd be so bummed out if it's just a heal gun. It's yeah. the thing. It's that thing where it's just it's either painfully obvious or you had no idea it was coming. Well, I guess we're either, gonna have to wait and see. You know, either way, you won't yeah. win. Yeah, very true. I suppose. Just like Rezel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be corrupted by the light. Like, <laughs> would you know if you were? I have no idea. Maybe I'd start helping people instead of just grinding my own thing. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna so, do this patrol by myself. I've, I've I've already retitled the episode "The Season of Opulence." All right. It's, okay. So because this is, it's, it's this very clearly covering our bases. Too much to talk about <laughs> to, to stay okay. focused just on the Chronicon. I feel like maybe we should do that going forward. Just like have titles that are a bit more vague. I always try to. Mm. I really do. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, so we're going to talk about uh, our fun uh, turtle, turtle guy. I don't even, I don't even know where to begin. Space turtles. Turtle guy. Uh, space turtle. The are space turtles. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. I don't even know. I I started thinking about Pokemon. I don't know why. Continue. <laughs> I mean, they kind of, they kind of like po- Pokemon. Not really. Let's. Well, okay. <laughs> so, Callus. I'm excited to talk about uh, the Chronicon and the extended Chronicon. So Anon actually sent me a message the other day asking, could we create a category that includes 
all of the entries from the Chronicon, mm -hmm. plus all of the extra entries, which I started working on, but I have really struggled to come up with a name for it. Chronicon, so far, the Chronic, the wait, no, um, <laughs> we've already Chron editors, call it editor's version. Mm. Well, yeah, we did. There were a few names that we rejected, like uh, Director's Cut. Chronicon Director's <laughs> Cut. Uh, what else? I can't remember. There were a few particularly ridiculous ideas. I think it has to have something fun. like fancy. Yeah, Callous fan, fan Fiction. Chronicles of Chronicon. <laughs> yeah, they're all... I don't the know. What calls them Chronicon? <laughs> The 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 chronic the chronic Yes, there it is. The chronic Because it's got the chronic icon. Sounds a bit like and sounds it's a bit all like... canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, suggestions on a postcard. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I w so I will create that category. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, I struggled to come up with the name. They're because all, I think there's actually um, scribes. Uh, yeah, Mylan. Except for the Ooh. ones that are. Uh, uh, so there's the Chronicon, which are the official scribes, and then there's the Menagerie Armor, which are the. What's it called? Underscribes. Un underscribe. Underscribe. Yeah, the underscore underscribes. Yeah. Under the Chronicon. It's it's like behind but... the music. <laughs> yeah but if, Proto -scribes. You, if you look at the so how many there's one two well there's 15 because it's on each piece of armor so, oh yeah so there's actually there's actually 15 i was wondering i was wondering if there were more entries in the book or in the armor pieces but there's actually the same because there's 15 hmm. in the book i think and there's 15 armor pieces so that's kind of. What were you saying, Guardian? <laughs> so, so if we're going to talk about Callus, yeah. where do we want to start with him? I, I mean, I guess the Chronicon kind of covers everything for the most part. Yeah, but so I, I just want to be clear. Callus uh, is, um, an egomaniac. Like he thinks extremely highly of himself. And so the Chronicon oh. was written to make Callus happy. And very quickly, actually, in the Chronicon, a scribe who was writing it started, got fired. Like, he got killed or something because he wrote something that Callus was like, I don't like that. And so they replaced him with someone else. And <laughs> so it's, don't, don't read it word for word and say this is the absolute truth, even though that's how it, that's how it begins saying it's the absolute truth. It is not. Yeah, that's a good preface because people are going to... That's the whole intent of the writers is yeah. people are going to read this and it's going to toy with their minds and they're going to run out with their spinfoily theories because they read some real quick phrase or one paragraph of that whole thing and didn't realize in its entirety it was meant to be uh, Callus's just, you know, ultimate fanfic, which is BS, basically. It was delightful. It's kind of all of the lore we've got from Season of Opulence. Like, there is truth to it, but there's a lot where it's like, yeah, this is just kind of Callus's hopes and dreams. Mm. Yeah. And his his world through rose-tinted glasses. Mm -hmm. And what he foresees himself doing with his 
egotistic mindset. Yeah. yeah. But I, it, it's interesting because it reminds me, well, you know, we've talked before about how um, the Books of Sorrow are kind of propaganda for Oryx. Mm. And this isn't maybe exactly the same in that it's it's almost written to please Callus rather than to push any particular agenda. Exactly. Maybe. It's, 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 it's propaganda hard, it's hard to say. for Callus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's um, to please Callus's own insatiable hunger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, but there's I've... one, there's one entry that I think is really interesting that kind of connects the um, the Chronicon with the Books of Sorrow, mm-hmm. which is entry MCXXV, where Savathun kind of appears in the in the the future. So yeah, I, I don't know if we if we've said this. I, I think most people already know this, but part of the Chronicon describes events that have already happened, but the majority of the Chronicon oh, yeah. really describes events that haven't yet happened. And they describe events that are that seem quite unlikely in, in a lot of cases. <laughs> and there are notes, like footnotes, that the, the scribes have added to, to, to give to future scribes yeah. so that they can update the entries depending on how events actually turn out. And, it's kind of um, like what happens in the lore and destiny already. I'm just joking. But there's a there's a, a point where it's, <laughs> where again it's an entry about the future where Savathun is aboard the Leviathan, and she says, "While this coward invents his histories and futures, I wait." These messages are my gift to you, which I, which was to me, that's the highlight of the of the Chronicon. Yeah, I, I love that point. Wow. Okay, Matt. <laughs> are we getting trolled? Hello. Yeah, yeah. Mylon <laughs> yeah. Games is in in chat, and he's he's just fucking trolling me right now. God, I hate Config. <laughs> delete this entry later. But why? Delete? Oh, you forgot. He forgot the X. Yeah, there it is. The asterisk. <laughs> Um, I do feel like there are like several like specific things that come from the Chronicon and the Confessions yeah. that I find interesting. Yeah, like overall, it's a lot of like fluff, but there are like several pieces that are pulled from it that like are really interesting and most likely will have an impact on the game. So, so within within the Chronicon, we we have that one piece i don't remember it and i don't have it up in front of me i'm sorry about that but it was the one that talks about the planet that the drifter went on and mm. apparently that's a planet that callus owns it's one of his uh anathem i think it's called anathemum sure anathem um sure and, and so the guardian us is supposed to go on that planet and go deep within it to find this like hidden truth of the universe and within the planet is an aphelion, and it's like, okay, but is that is that true? Is there a, <laughs> is there an aphelion in that planet? Like, is that a thing? Because that bothers me, not knowing. Like, that's one of those things where it's like, oh my god, you can't do this to me. Scribe yeah. exalt Khan. Yeah, I hate that scribe. <laughs> and, that is and talking. That's a... Go ahead. Because that is the drifters 
ball, which is technically a portal to a dimension of the nine, right? No, no. The the hall is a gift from the nine. The ice planet is a place that the drifter went to. Okay, so he's talking about the ice planet. Yeah, he built his ship, the derelict, on the ice planet and came back. And then, so in the Chronicon, we yeah. apparently go to the ice planet on order of Callus to un- unearth a truth to be able to defeat guardians, which would apparently be the Aphelion, which makes me want, like, are those, are those creatures that like negate light Aphelion? Cause we're still so in the dark about what an Aphelion is. And it really, really bothers me not knowing. I don't like not knowing. Yeah. Things. Well, there's a lot the of things we've that... seen about the Aphelion is that they basically kill every guardian, like everything. Yeah, like I think the there was only one person who survived, like an encounter with the affiliate, and everyone else was murdered straight up. Yeah. So it, it actually says in the um, in the book that mentions the the entry that mentions the affiliate, after the reclamation of the Athenaeum World X, which held in it the secrets of one of the most advanced predators in the system, the affiliate, which had the power to devastate whole worlds in the blink of an eye. The Shadow was able to use his lost knowledge to rebuild the Loyalist fleet stronger and more magnificent than ever. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, this this whole, this whole um, story is about how the Guardians on Earth... Because in Callus' eyes, we're going to join him. There's, there's no doubt about it. He sees us, or mm-hmm. you. He sees you, the player, joining him and being his shadow of earth and then when zavala is like oh i don't like callus anymore we're just sent to kill them and we have to get like more powers that just make it easy to to wipe out the guardian race mm-hmm. so i feel like we should take a step back and go <laughs> to the black edge because there's a lot going on which like sounds like okay this is like one thing like house mm-hmm. is just like yeah you don't agree house i'm gonna murder you but there's actually like a deeper reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. So I think we should go back to the black edge and kind of like discuss that portion. Yes. Do you, yeah. you want to how we get to this point? Do you want to yeah. So it? I actually, I have a theory that I think you kind of agreed with with the black edge, um, which sounds really interesting, but essentially within the Chronicon, the first story we hear is about Callus or about Callus going to the black edge. Mm-hmm. And after Callus was kicked out of the Empire, he was put on the Leviathan with all his people and mm-hmm. sent off into space into exile. And so, because they couldn't just straight up murder Callus, um, yeah. because he was, as far as we're aware, way too beloved by his people. Mm-hmm. So it would create a outrage. So they just sent him off on a ship, like, oh, he's going to go party, like, whatever. So at some point, something happens where they find the edge of everything. Like, not just, like, the edge of the system or the edge of the universe. Like, literally, like, the, like, it's a... They're looking into pure and absolute nothing. Where, like, not even the void exists. It's just nothing. Mm-hmm. And while the ship is basically dying in this space, and, like, everyone on board is basically... Either their brains are exploding or they're just struggling and suffering. Callus decides to go out in a spacesuit and just go straight out into nothing now see that's actually where there's a contradiction because in confession he was just on his observation deck he didn't actually or would that be an outside thing 
It could yeah, be like Officer Fishnick would be inside. That's what I. That's how I read it the first time, but now I'm thinking maybe it's outside. Well, it could I be thought... an inside outside. It could be like a patio. That's true. Well, that's, that's what I meant. Like, is it is it just on the ship, but it's open open air? Like when Oryx Probably. used his sword to you know blast the Awoken. He was technically inside, but outside. Mm. That's how yeah. I looked at it. Is yeah, like he was like standing at an observation. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, like, was it sealed? Was there a glass, or was it open space? Is is my... well, he said he had a spacesuit, and they talk about when he comes back to the ship, he had a basically a tear in his spacesuit, which is a layer of gel essentially that wraps around his body, mm-hmm. and how he should have died out there, according to Alice's record. Yeah, um, he should have died out in the darkness, but somehow didn't. Because mm. there was a hole in his spacesuit, which would suggest that he was outside in the void and not protected by the ship. Yeah. So, go on. So, essentially, what happens... I'm trying to like think of, like, I'm just going to sum this up real quick. Yeah. Because this is where Callus gets real fun. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Callus gets to the edge of nothing... And voices speak to him, and they say the world is going to end. Like, we're going to burn everything and eat everything that has ever existed, ever, and wipe out the universe. And what Callus does from that is he goes, oh, so we're all going to die, so I want to be the last person to be alive. So his plan is to murder everybody else and be the last person alive so that he can be the last person out of the universe. So. Which is just but I think so his, pointless his, and so his, egotistical. So wait, well, it is, so it's, but like, he, he's so also... it's like Thanos with two gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I th- the thing is, I think he there's kind of a, 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 a almost like a nihilism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, absolutely. Defeatist. And and it's it's not so much like Callus, judging from a lot of the entries in Confessions and in the Chronicon. Uh, he, his his perspective is why if we won't if we only have like a certain amount of time left, let's say it's a hundred years. I don't know the scheme he, of things, but if we've his, only got a hundred years left, predicted uh, over two hundred years left. Okay, well, if we've only got two hundred years left, why should we spend that time fighting mm-hmm. and and suffering? Let's enjoy what what time we have left. Yeah, you know, because he just accepts that this this fate is unavoidable, and so right. the people that that, for the most part, the people that Callus kills, or wants to kill, are the ones who aren't willing to accept that fate because that's a a threat to the you know that's a threat to this end of suffering that he wants people to enjoy yeah. through through the the remaining years that they have left. And, and but it's so, so egotistical because if everyone's gonna die, why do you care? Like, well, why force everyone to either be like a part of the pleasure gardens? That's the part. Die? That's the that's the part about Callus that's so neat, and why his uh, his 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 message is so full of propaganda. Propaganda, because whatever it takes, at the end of the day, his his absolute hunger is the adoration of the populace or whatever's out there. So, like for instance. He kind of represents the most pious of panthomas. If you think about somebody who is just ultimately uh, obsessed with 
your love. He will do anything he can because he knows the, the futility of life. He knows that, you know, it's, a, it's like what uh, Baxter was saying. He has a nihilist view in some ways. But the thing is, is he's very much, it's very much egotheism. So, like, he wants to be at the epicenter of everything. When, everything's in, when everything is at the end, he wants to be standing there facing it. He wants to be the last result. Which I love. I just love that he also has, like, the mindset of, I don't know what his plan would be. Because he has scribes writing down to the last second of the universe of what yeah. his what he foresees as the future. Which who is like that the for? last second? Yeah, that was what I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say. Like, like, what, like how egotistical for? are you that you're having scribes write down as you're the wait, last person wait. alive? Like, who's gonna wait? Read this? I got it. I got it. It's like when you go to the post office and you see that sign that says "No seeing dogs, no seeing no no dogs allowed except for seeing eye dogs." Who's that signed for? Well, I mean, it's the it's, it's a valid point. It's pretty it's people. <laughs> someone someone goes in there and they see a dog and they're like, "I thought you said no dogs allowed." It's like, well, we said except for seeing eye dogs. That's a seeing eye dog. But surely the surely the sign is for all of the people who aren't blind, <laughs> who have dogs. Who read it and say, "Oh, I probably shouldn't take my dog in here because yeah. the sign says." Exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but so, but still, well, so like want... the universe is over. Callus is the last person alive, and then he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like he, he foresees himself dying as the last person in, alive in the universe. But he has exactly. scribes writing all of the stuff down to the last second, where there's even yeah. the note to the scribes, like, "Oh, whatever scribe is left, like, just make sure you correct this to whatever yeah. happens." Yeah. right before his, you die right in his final speech which is very insulting because the guardian was supposed to be the second to last to die so now a scribe has to to watch callus give a speech before he kills us and then write that down and then we're dead and now it's callus and the scion <laughs> and, well we were supposed to be second to last man like i accepted that i was second to last but now here here's the fucking scribe taking my you need the office nerd <laughs> Yeah. But maybe maybe we yeah. have to maybe we'll become Carlos's last scribe. Oh yeah, we write it down and we're like, yeah. uh huh, uh huh. Okay, yeah. now kill me. Cool. <laughs> well, see, these are these are the little <laughs> clues that are dropped within the lore that tell you that everything that Callus is telling you is is pretty much BS. I mean, he's he he's an he's an opulent farce, is how I Ew. said it. The ill was the chat. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying he's an, he's like a he he's like the guy who steals poetry and then presents it as his own and tweaks it a little bit so that everybody yeah. will love him. Cuz mm. the when you go through and read everything, I feel like the truth of Callus is that he just wants to be the last person alive. That's his mind frame. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's like I just want to be the last person. But when you read through the Chronicron, what it what he presents it as is he wants to bring peace to the universe mm-hmm. before it ends. And he does that by enlisting his shadows, which is the most elite person from a specific planet. So out of a whole planet or race, one person is chosen, and they become the elite fighter. Okay. And by using the shadows to basically take, or make peace, I guess? Peace by... Yeah, well, no, he's... he's... He's, he, he's cherry-picking the best of each um, race because 
he wants to surround himself with the best because he knows that the entire universe is going to end. So if he's going to end, he'd like to have the best of everything that he could while he's going down, basically. Okay. So I've, I've been like itching to jump in and it's just something always, someone always says something, but so Callus <clears throat> before this, we knew that Callus had shadows and we had, we had suggestions that if he, he would kill everyone, but his shadow, you know, like the entire race would get wiped out. And we were just like, okay, why? And it, it felt like his, his MO was that he wanted the best of the best and nothing else was good enough. They didn't deserve to live. But now we learned that he actually selects a group of each race and lets them live a life of opulence within the Leviathan. So he lets people live in peace on the Leviathan. And then the people that don't get to go on the Leviathan, he feels a quick death is better than warring with yourself, warring with each other for years until the end, because you're never going right. to, you're never going to be happy. You're just going to, you're going to live in strife and then you're going to die. So he's, he sees it as like honorable to end it early for them. It's, it's pulling yeah. the plug on someone in a coma. You know, it's, it's just. Someone <clears throat> talked to a psychologist about this. Yeah. Like someone had some sessions with a therapist and when they wrote this. I'm just saying, <laughs> Callus is. You think one right of the now. writers was at his? One of the writers was at one of his uh, therapy sessions and taking notes. <laughs> I hate my mom. It's just like the whole thing is just like, it's not just like someone who's being egotistical or like someone who's being very prideful, like everything that Cal's does is straight up like an egotistical mind frame like yeah. straight up like mental disorder like Egotism. It, it's it's that it's just that it's just that absolute mindset that he is the he is the end of it all and and will only be the only thing that needs to be well he just wants to be at the end he doesn't he doesn't feel like he needs well he might feel like he needs to be but um sorry about that <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Sorry. Um, that really threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, I thought it was... The, I, I saw the Ishtar symbol. It's all googly eyes. No, um, because for whatever <laughs> reason, Baxter disconnecting, it went me on the screen. And I was like, oh, oh God, let me... Let me, let me fix that. Yeah, a non of options. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. You're, you're such a delight. Uh, yeah, sorry. I don't know what happened there. I just got disconnected for a moment. I do need a chalice. You know. You do I'm not saying, need a chalice. I'm just, I think I'm surprised that there's, they didn't, they're not selling a chalice in the bungee store right now. I'm surprised about that. Like, how dare I? I am too. That, I feel like that it, concept I feel like art could totally be one. That Yeah, that 4K is just going to bring very... And, but and I feel that, like in your case or not, it would be more like a mug than a chalice. Why would it be a mug? Just like a cool mug. Well, I mean, I already have a cool mug. I don't want a cool mug. I want a pimp cup. Eh, yeah. Mm. But okay. I would say like world's best anon or something. No, it would <laughs> It would literally be the, the chalice of opulence that Callus gives us. That's what I want. Mm. I wonder if yeah, you line okay. up the jewels just right, if like a little message pops out of it. <laughs> And I'm going guy. to I'm going to somehow find a way to make you a three foot tall chalice. That's unnecessary. And I'll, I'll, it, it needs to be like. You can be chalice. One foot. 
right? Just enough so I can hold it like this and then have another hand with a spoon and I can just eat cereal out of it. That's all I want. That's a great idea. Nice. Right? Hmm. Would it be some sort Seems of color like JD. cereal? Yeah, absolutely. Callous cereal. It would be hmm. opulent O's. <laughs> Watch out for the purple marshmallows. Mm. <laughs> you don't you don't you don't eat it with milk. You actually have to to grind up planets and pour the wine in into the cereal. That sounds that, that sounds it turns your, it turns your milk into grape it, juice. Yeah, it turns it turns your milk it turns uh, the milk into to planet wine. Perfect <laughs> drill for middle-aged depressed people. Yeah. <laughs> Going into work. What's wrong with you? I just I just had five bowls of cereal. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this this derail. Are, are, are are I, I missed what you are were we, saying there, Anon. I don't even know what I was saying. What was I uh, saying? Uh, it was so long ago. Yeah, we just started talking about wine cereal. Yeah. <laughs> no, before before I got disconnected. Oh, the thing about, about callus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, about like keeping it. keeping a small group separate. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, callus yeah, would yeah. go to worlds and I take a small part. group yeah. and it keep was, them on the Leviathan and then murder the rest so was, that they would not be in suffering. It was. The, <laughs> it is the best thing to do. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm on Callus's side there. If I had that position of power, mm -hmm. that's exactly what I would do. Because mm. that is the best. You are offering less suffering. It's it's gonna end. Well, that's not. Nah, lives but, matter. but that's that's a the perspective true, there but... <laughs> is that the end is unavoidable. It's not like your lives mattered if it was. It's okay, not so like your lives say... matter if it was avoidable. Yeah, even if it was avoidable, I'm still ending your suffering. But you could argue that, mm. you know, okay, okay. <laughs> you could argue that, that life under a, what is effectively a dictator, you know, I mean, it, whether we're talking about you or or Callus, this seems, this seems true. Uh, you know, like, it's not... It doesn't really. It doesn't fit with with the the view of the light. Do you know what I mean? I feel as though if the end is avoidable, mm -hmm. then everything that color you know like the do the do the means justify the ends? Wait, yeah. Do the means just do the ends justify the means? Yeah. Other way, do the ends justify the means? Yeah. I feel as though they don't like you know Kala's wiping out civilizations to bring them to bring the the remainder of that civilization peace. Well, he's not. He's yeah. But I mean, exactly. like like the Arkborn, right? The Arkborn, a certain number of them are allowed to live on the Leviathan. That ship is tiny. But at the same time, like he in the menagerie, he uses the Arkborn for his entertainment. Do you think he's actually using the Arkborn? I just figured that was like an honorary event. No, it, one of one of his one of the lines that he says is, uh, "I have to break a promise to one of my previous shadows in order to um, to put on this event." So That's it's like awesome. you know, it, it is it is awesome, but at the same time, it means that like that that completely undermines Callus's argument to me. You know, he I I. I I believe that he does care about, you know, 
ending the suffering of certain races because he thinks that the the universe is going to end but the length that he's willing to go to to do that completely outweigh the um you know like like if you're willing to end a civilization to bring them peace then are you actually like yeah that that's not a good thing you know like and then if the survivors if the survivors are given a life of luxury apart from when you need some entertainment that's not really I th- think the prisoners the prisoners okay as the emperor uh, i think it's worth it okay cool so <laughs> i do have a theory that might make everything seem better all right let's hear it oh no <laughs> i like that just rhino just oh no what's this gonna be <laughs> so <laughs> it is probably like the not the biggest spinfoil thing, but like the most common spinfoil thing that has okay. been going back since D1. So there is the idea. So Kalos went to the Black Edge and voices spoke to him and basically said they were going to destroy the universe and eat everything. Mm-hmm. And then we do have Kalos start. He's going kind of crazy. Um, but we do have a card and it's the Opulent Stalker Strides. And it shows the text for it is, I have foreseen the apex of your slaying potential. Should you wish it, the system shall die from the inside and make way for what's coming, O champion mine. Yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, means spinfoil of, like, what if, like, he met the Ahamkara at the edge? Yeah. Because they are something that we have seen do transcend the Destiny universe, technically Mm -hmm. by breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. So what you if wanna... at the edge of nothing, he finds the Ahamkara, which want to fill the world with fire and teeth and watch it pretty much burn. Yeah. You want to hear something even crazier than that? That kind of s- sits on top of your, your what you just said? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Imagine this. Imagine this. You are the Ahamkara. Okay, I'm with you. I'm not. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Continue. I thought that I thought there was going to be more. That what else does there need to be said? What if you are the Ahamkara? He's just like, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, bear uh, mine. Okay, I, I I don't know how to answer that question, so I'm just going to say if. Okay, so let's let's think about this. If if the Ahamkara, the the word, uh, most of them were physical things in our universe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At some point, and then they were killed <clears throat> by whoever, <laughs> by us, by the hive, by different people. Um, so, are we saying that? You know, we already know that Ahamkara can can communicate after death. They have. You know that their bones retain some method by which that they can talk to us or, or, or send messages to the um, to the bearer of those bones. But they're not the only ones that can do that because the bone, well, well the dead worm that um, uh, who was it? Was it Savathun? <laughs> you know, in the yeah. in the the books of sorrow. Yule? It was Sabathun. Well, no, but the, but there there is you know the, the 
uh, Oryx's father was obsessed with the, the, the dead, the yeah, dead yeah, worm. Yeah, yeah. They cut yeah. the worm in a tuck, but it them, wasn't. And then they went off on their merry way of adventure. Yeah, the honest yeah. worm was lying about being yeah. dead. Yeah, damn lying, honest well... worm. Are you saying that the the dead worm that they carried around with them? It announced what? itself as Yule. The yeah, worm. it said, I am Yule, the honest worm. Look, all I was trying no, to say was, you're sitting... That at all. It literally said that. Like, how is there any interpretation? <laughs> they, dive ben- they dive beneath the surface. With the familiar, and then it goes, yes. hey, by the way... It, the, the familiar doesn't... It never says the familiar says that. This book is full of lies. Yeah, yeah, you're wrong. You might be right. You, you might be right. I, I might be confusing it. You're... So then the familiar would have just been one of the larvae. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> That's well. That that was my. So my interpretation is that this dead something else had the ability to communicate. Whether it was the worm gods through through a dead thing. Do you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. So what I'm saying is maybe it's not only the Ahamkara that have that yeah. Well, ability. I mean, there's already been there's already been m- multiple sources that are saying that have compared like in the lore, not just the community that have compared the worm gods to the Ahamkara and mm-hmm. that they are similar in that they feast on the Anthemana theme, but they are different species and it might just be the key mm-hmm. is the Anthemana theme. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. the source of power. Like you drink unicorn blood, you you live forever, right? Well, I can't help but I can't help but wonder if uh, some of the naming conventions that we're used to in the lore are are parallel names for other things. I can't help but wonder if some of the things that we've learned. Uh, <laughs> I can't help but think that some of the names that they're throwing out there are actually names for things we already know, mm. and I, I can't confirm it. But it would be neat. If they tied up the lore in some way by saying, "Oh, hey, the Aphelion, yeah, they're actually they're actually this race, and you've been seeing them every day all the time, all the all, all the while. You They're just didn't know that you didn't know them by their other name." Yeah. Hmm. Um. But so just to to kind of double back a little bit, uh, when I first read about uh, Callus going to the Black Edge, I read it in Confessions. I read Confessions first, mm. which was a single story by a single scribe who kind of hid a secret from Callus that he still believed uh, in his old Scion or Scion uh, religion, which is of the ancestors, the chalice of ancestors or whatever the, whatever it was. And, mm-hmm. you know, each day they would, they would offer something to the chalice and then write what was happening to Callus and why they were so worried about it. And when they talked about the black edge, it really just sounded like it was a hole in the universe and that it was eating the universe it was just expanding consuming the universe and that's what the darkness truly was which is kind of contradictory to multiple other sources of what we had as the darkness but so and that's why from that i kind of came to the same conclusion as guardian like what if this is a a horde uh a a gathering what's a group of amkar called a murder uh, <laughs> a murder of crows, a murder of ahamkaras. Yeah, it's, it sounds appropriate. Mm. So, what if there was a murder of ahamkara, and they were literally eating the universe, and they were just like like moths? You know, they started in the middle of a shirt, and now they're just eating the shirt. 
I like how you use moths. Well, yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a good analogy. And so then in the Chronicon, uh, we we see Callus's account, and he vaguely implies that the pyramid ships came from the hole in the universe, or the black edge. They came from that. And so Mm -hmm. it's... Maybe it's maybe it's a multifaceted end of the world where one force is consuming the universe, and because of that consumption, that hole it opened up a hole to somewhere else, and you know something else was able to get out. Mm. I mean, mm. I don't know. There's there's a lot of possibility, and there's a lot of stuff that we saw in Vidox and in trailers that we have not seen yet. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot to come with Season of Opulence other than just the war books, and I'm really excited to learn more. And do you think... Do you think the the stuff that we learned about Shadowkeep mm. is a continuation from what we learned in Chronicon and Confessions? No, not really. I don't, I don't either. Learned. I think I it's either. like directly sh- like it's showing us how not true that stuff yeah, is. Right? Because if it was and true, like, then they should see they should foresee the moon having a whole thing. I mean, we're not going to actually join Callus. They sh- that's that's oh no that's no. The, that's I the mean, I'm right not. There. I'm not necessarily saying that the the Chronicon is correct in its predictions, but I wonder if the the things that the Chronicon talks about having already happened that we didn't necessarily already know mm-hmm. is accurate is that yeah like is is Shadowkeep a continuation of so like like one of the things that that I'm, I'm i've been really curious about is there was that one screenshot that somebody took where it's like a crota or a or a vision of crota whatever whatever it is it was, and there's the character was it not crota it was crota well yeah yeah, it was Crota stabbing his sword in, in the ground, world. and then. What do, so, you mean, what do you mean by vision of Crota? I no, mean, no, he's talking about the picture. The picture. Oh, you're talking about like, is that actually Crota, or is it some dark well, version of Crota? I guess, I guess, I was talking about one thing, but now I'm talking about two things. <laughs> like, okay. We uh, we in kill, the trailer, so it, it was called a nightmare, by the way. Uh, okay, yeah. well, that, that, that's what I mean then. Okay, so, okay, and I'm only talking about one thing again. Okay. So. I don't know the, what you're you know, about. Uh, there was a sc- <laughs> let me find the screenshot. Uh... Um, real quick while he's looking for the screenshot. Yeah, and non. Yes. Um, so the dead worm, which is the father's familiar, is not Yule, the honest worm. Oh, okay. Um, they find Yule, that's when they dive down, and they find the five, and the first one to speak is Yule, and this is Yule, like, I am Yule, the honest worm. Oh, and okay. after that, they find the needle ship. You know, um, and then find the father's familiar. Wait, they dive down without the needle ship. I thought so. That makes no sense. <laughs> Someone <laughs> kicked Mylan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh no! Yeah, that is before. Okay. Um, so much, yeah. You know, my yeah, issue so with before. my issue with Yule coming up though and saying, I'm Yule, the honest worm, like what if that was a lie? Mm. You know, like the whole yeah. like, oh, I can never tell a lie. Can, can you though? Like <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I did have one other thing which I love, which is only like because we've seen Shadowkeep, is that everything in Confessions and the Chronicon is like basically building up the Guardian. Like we murder everybody. Like we do all these cool things. We take the ship. Like we take the Ice Planet. We take the Philian. We destroy the Warmind. Like it like basically paints us in this like epic like you are unstoppable and you murder everything. And then we have Shadowkeep show up at the same time, which literally says, "Oh, everything you did." It's pointless because it's yeah. all just back to mess with you now. Yeah, that was I one of the cool things that. they said in the Vidoc is basically they they said the hint was what if everything you did basically didn't work? Mm. Yeah, and I just love that. Like, because we're getting to this moment of like season of Aquabans where it's like, yeah, we've done a ton of stuff. Like, we're kind of awesome, and we're all kind of getting comfortable. And like, yeah, we do crazy things, and then yeah. we have the. The confessions, like Callus and the scribes, telling us you're going to do amazing things. You're going to murder and take and rule and like, and then we just have hey, the next expansion where it's like, nope, you're nothing. You just totally messed up and nothing. Can worked. we can we talk can we talk uh, gear real quick? Well, I just want to say I'm really not surprised to see in Shadowkeep that the enemies are coming back because I heard Zavala tell Cade not to bury them in the pet cemetery, even though it was much closer. And I was like, this is just going to go bad. This is going to go bad. Uh, well. So, um, what well, before, gear? before we talk, before we talk about okay. gear, can we just, did you see the screenshot that I no, shared? Cause it's a broken link. Is it a broken link? I can yeah. open it fine. I said, can you see that? Nobody said, I can't see that. We're talking okay, real things. Okay, it's fine. Okay, let's talk about gear. It's fine. I'll find another. <laughs> I'll find it somewhere else. You you were going to talk about Crota standing there with the three black figures in the background. Yeah, exactly. That's what this screenshot is supposed to be of, but uh, obviously it, the, the links oh, didn't the, work. Oh, the shadowy dudes? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah I'm so doing. I'm wondering... <laughs> This is this has been a very okay. I'm I'm wondering what their relationship is to you know they don't look like hive figures or anything so I like that. Rename this the Shadow Keep episode. Oh man! No. <laughs> just Let's name just... it the Destiny episode. This is like yeah. Destiny like episode. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. You're great. Uh, you know so. You know, ages ago we had that the, the 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 concept art of the five different races. No. Yeah. Of, oh yeah. Oh my god. God, god and on. I I know that you know. <laughs> it's the only you thing you ever talk about. Only for four years. So you know they do kind of look jackally. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So do you? I guess my question is. Is this related to the the oncoming wall of darkness? Are these are these related to the Aphelion? Are these related to the these pyramid the, ships? These are the harbingers of the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Perhaps I like that. I like they're that. the proto darkness. Mm. I, I think okay, so. that was that was all I was that like. Was you all, know, I just all, okay. All I just wanted that. to okay, fine. Okay. So I mean, somebody, I guess we'll have more information we will. closer to Shadowkeep, but um, it's just. Uh, but so somebody we'll... smart, somebody smart said they could be the souls of the first Crota Fire team. Mm. I don't know why that would be though. Oh. oh well. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I I don't know why that could be. Why would that be? Yeah. 
I mean, because you don't know why it could be them, and their light <laughs> is like mixing with the darkness and creating some weird like ghost form. I don't like it. The end. Mm. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think that makes that much sense. I, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe I, there's a good explanation for why that could happen, but yeah, given as long as there's a good explanation, I'll be happy with it. But it's just a dream, like, and they're here. And it's like why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I do. I, you know, obviously, the fact that Eris is in this ex, the next expansion. Yeah, that's great. Right. That. that is really cool. Yeah. I, I, I miss Eris. Did she have Although like, she was... like new uh, headgear going on? Like, yeah, she had a new wrap right? on her head right? and she, feathers uh, now. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. but the she feathers were in the gun, queen. were they not? I don't know. And she has, I don't know. <laughs> so she question. was the most annoying character in D one, though. She wouldn't shut up every time. Yeah. Every time I'd go to talk to Shaq, she would be yapping at me while I was running down the stairs. I mean, how can you th- how can you say that Eris was more annoying than Tess Everest? Well, in D one, true. In, even in D1. I, now, I, I'm exclusively before. D1 as far as NPCs go. Wow. She was the most annoying. As far as NPCs go in Destiny 2, yeah, Hawthorne and Tess take the cake. Remember the data mine files that there was supposed to be a frame named Taco? And there was a bunch of audio files for him? Oh, vaguely, yeah. And it was like, he liked explosions. I'm sorry, I don't know why. I Remember that? This is why you oh. shouldn't trust data mined yeah. stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's a very good. I never point. heard that. Yeah, no, yeah. there was there was a frame named Taco, and he would talk about how much he liked explosions, and it was supposed to come in Forsaken. That's hilarious. Yeah. Hmm. I think you're writing your own fanfic right now. <laughs> but so. Wait, no. Let we me, should. Yeah. Me, we okay, hold up. This you say your thing, but can we like just like finish with Shadowkeep and go back to Season of Opulence? Fine, fine. Because there's still more to talk like, about. Whatever you have to say about Shadowkeep, I'll just sit here. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I was just going to talk about the Crown of Madness because that is actually kind of cool. Like there is stuff there that we like should talk about. The Crown of yes. Madness. The raid. The Crown of what? Sorrow. Crown of Sorrow, that's it. Oh. That's Season of Opulence. Thought, that's not, thought, that's not Shadow Keep. I know, yeah, we're going back saying, to it. Let's go back to Season of Opulence. I thought you were we saying... We actually intended to talk about. My let's God. finish that's what all... what I was trying to do. Oh, wow. Okay, what we need is an agenda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> loose cannon. I don't know. It is, loose it is cannon loose. is no longer <laughs> loose. <laughs> I think it's very loose. <laughs> okay, right. Season of Opulence. God damn it, Guardian. You don't follow anyone's rules. Not even your own. <laughs> yeah. The rule is not to have any rules. Whew. But so, okay. I just want to, because we're, we're coming close, you know, to the end of our time. And uh, this episode started wanting to be about the Chronicon and about Callus's, you know, history and future. And so... <clears throat> I asked everyone, do you all actually have like one that like pulled up? Because if not, then we can just blow past that. So I, I, you cut out for a second there. Do you all you have? Do you all have a uh, a, a uh, scribe entry? Yes. That is your favorite, like pulled up. Yes, I do. Because if have you to do, find it. I before we started, I said get that up. Yeah, I have it. There we go. 
Okay. Because I thought it would be fun just to kind of um, read some of our favorites. Because they're usually, they're pretty short, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Rhino and Guardian, do you have one or can you find one in the time that it'll take me and Baxter to read? Yeah, I have one. Okay. Uh, Baxter, why don't you start? Okay. So, my favorite is Opulent Scholar Gloves. And the subtitle is, I have foreseen the work that will bring this system together. I'll need your wisdom, Emperor Callus, which isn't the best subtitle. So it's MCXIX. I can't remember what that is. Doesn't matter. Recorded, uh, forthcoming, recorded by Undescribed Shipal. Thus did the Shadow of Earth recommend to the Emperor Callus a Shadow of the Exo. The Shadow of Earth went to the Emperor and said, My good and bountiful pater, I am your shadow of earth, and my companion Pet Revenge is the shadow of the Awoken. Yet the Awoken traced their distant origins to earth. The Emperor said, My good shadow, you are right, and he cut down Pet Revenge where she stood. (laughs) Then the shadow said, (laughs) My luxuriant majesty, I meant to increase your shadows, not decrease them. For as the Awoken hail from earth, but are their own people... So are the ones called the Exo. I wished to nominate you a shadow of the Exo. The Emperor said, Ah, now I understand you. (laughs) The shadow said, The one I nominate is called Failsafe Zero. Nice. Footnote, which I will come back to later. She is a malicious and humorless being, despised by all. She would make a worthy shadow of the Exo. Said the Emperor, Thus it will be done. And then the footnote. Note to undescribe Shipal. My own independent research into the Sol system leads me to believe with weighty certainty that the ones called Exodus Black and Failsafe are, in fact, the same being. Thus Mm -hmm. your supplementals contradict each other. Delete this footnote upon the rectification of this error. (laughs) Because there is another entry. I don't know if it's one of the ones that you picked. But uh, there is another entry where undescribed Shipal talks about um, Exodus Black as a completely different person yeah. and how Callus kills they, Exodus Black. To, did, did anyone pick that one? Because I'll summarize it if not. I didn't. Guardian? No. So basically, they take Exodus Black and split their personality into two forms and put each one into an Exo <laughs> And then have the two Exodos, Exodus and Black, fight each other to the death. Which is, that, I mean, that's that's just destiny. That everyone knows that. <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah, I just love the fact that the the, uh, the scribes are having fights in the yeah. footnotes, like having arguments in the footnotes. And so I actually Beautiful. picked one that was also written or recorded by Underscribe Shipal. It's MCXX-2, or II-2. Uh, Thus did the Shadow of Earth slay the Titan Vanguard Zavala. As recorded by the enshrined scribe Shagak, the Vanguard of Earth requested mercy, and their request was denied. Thus, the Titan Zavala was permitted a final day to consider his perfidy, perfidy? before his death. So the Titan Zavala went to the human known as Soraya Hawthorne and said, Soraya <laughs> Hawthorne, will you play a game of checkers with me? 
Soraya Hawthorne agreed, and so the two played 27 games of checkers and listed, listened to the music of bagpipes and synthesizers and dined upon earth delicacies such as nuggets of chicken <laughs> and the beer of roots. Titan Zavala, said Soraya Hawthorne as Earth's sun rose upon their latitude. There will never be a check, checkers master like of your like. No, Soraya, said Titan Zavala. You must become a great checkers master, greater checkers master than even me, if you are to lead the resistance. Thus the Titan Vanguard did not meet his final death alone, and Soraya Hawthorne was slain at a later date. And this one also has a footnote. Note to underscribe Chapal. Very good. This is entirely credible. <laughs> Uh, that's great Uh, so i guess like is that is that at all accurate though is 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 current earth music bagpipes and synthesizers (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty pretty close right yeah. That's all you it's one running around the tower, that's all you hear. It's a dis- it's a disco version of Oh Johnny Boy. Oh Danny Boy. <laughs> Danny Boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Guardian or, or Red, uh, what do you do? Uh, read yours. Well mine wasn't all that funny. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. Okay, okay. let's hear it. Opulence. A stalker vest. I have foreseen what must fall so the empire may rise. Your mastery of silent slaughter shall shall make true cabal of us all. It's kind of poetic. Emperor Callus. Uh, MCXIII. Forthcoming. Record by underscribe Chapaw. Thus did the shadow of earth slay the warlock Osiris. There was a guardian named Osiris who defied the shadow of earth saying, if you are if you are really the mightiest that Earth has to offer, then I challenge you in a battle of wits. Then Osiris disappeared into the infinite forest, scattering his reflections about him so as to mask himself. But the shadow of Earth went to the Vex, first to, to the Vex, and said to it, My love for you is as rational as the ratio of the circle's circumference to its diameter. The Vex, faced with an impossible problem, promptly perished, and with it, all Vex and all their workings crumbled into empty chassis of chalky cubes. Thus Osiris, deprived of his reflections, was exposed, and the shadow of Earth slew him easily. Man, Osiris is a bitch. <laughs> I, just, I just liked how he basically used Pi to destroy the Vex. Delicious. Pi is my weakness, too. Mm-hmm. Guardian? So I was trying to find because actually the one I did like was the the Vex one as well. <laughs> so because that one I did just love that it's like just Osiris goes into the forest like ha you can't catch me and then just the guardian looks at the Vex and like paradox and it's like oh they're all dead yay yeah all I'm, all I know though for sure is that underscribe Chapal better get promoted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> did did you happen to find another one that you liked or? Uh... So there are two other ones I like. I was trying to find because I have that Koro one, which I really like. The other one I like was the Drifter one. Yeah, read the Drifter one. That was mm, a good one. That's a good one. I was one, trying yeah. to find that one real quick. 
There's so many. Man, crickets, am I right? There it is. <laughs> oh, hey, I found it. You had one job. <laughs> hey, I found three. <laughs> three entries. So leave me alone. Okay, so this one is also recorded by Underscribe Chappelle. Of course. So, thus did the shadow of Earth slay the rogue light bearer known to some as Dredge and Hope. With the help of Brigus, the Emperor's personal chef, the shadow of Earth prepared a splendid feast and then went to the rogue and said, Brother, come with me. How marvelously they dined upon soft-fleshed bracken clams and salty fruit meat. The shadow partook with the stamina, or sorry, with the stamina of a great cabal primus, but the rogue ate even better, so well that even the generous emperor, watching through his shadow's eyes, was impressed. Finally, the last course was served, a flaky pastry the size of a human's fist. The rogue bit into it and winced at the crunch, for the pastry was filled with metal and paint and a taste of vanilla. The rogue ate it all. Then, wiping his lips, the rogue asked what was in the pastry, and the shadow told him, your ghost. And before he could respond, the shadow leapt up and, seizing more food and drink, forced it upon the rogue called Dredge and Hope in such generous quantities that the rogue could not endure his own gratitude. Thus, the rogue's <laughs> hunger stated. Or stated. That, that's, like, poetic. That's so brutal. I love it. Just, like, yeah, yeah I just fed you your own ghost. <laughs> it's, that's actually a really good example of how accurate are these? Because that was legitimately, like, poetic a poetic way to kill the drifter mm. he, he was revived hungry he starved multiple times and he died with food being stuffed down his throat also it's interesting that the um that it tasted of vanilla oh yeah i know exactly where oh you're yeah going with that. i know where you're going to they floated what what <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, we're all on the same page. Oh, yeah. oh wait. <laughs> when we started this podcast and we referred to it as Anchorman, I was supposed to be the brick. I do not appreciate that right now. <laughs> so uh, what, what I was getting at, just to, just to clarify, is when, I think, was it Fenchurch went it inside of the Traveler yeah. and said, oh, yeah, it smells of uh, vanilla. That's what I said. What is it though? What is it? He didn't float. You were you were talking about it. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Were you talking about it? No. Go ahead. Oh. No, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. So my other favorite one. Supposedly smells of vanilla. Say it with a dawning gift. Anyway. So the other entry. There's two other entries I really like besides the those two. This one where Ikora basically like they go, oh, like, do you want some time, like, before we kill you, Ikora? And Ikora just goes, fuck that. I'm just gonna like, let's do this, yeah. and launches a nova bomb that like shakes Mars to its foundations and alters its course. Ikora, I just love like, yeah. And the other one I love is the one where you kill your own ghost and you hold it in your hand, and the ghost just says, "I love you," and you crush it. That one's like that one's upsetting. <laughs> I did yeah, not, it I is did not like that actually. one. That one's just sad. Cause that one I just like that me, one because of that. That one just makes me think about that mission in D1 where we go on to the, uh, the winter skiff. And we're like out on the edge. And our ghost is like, 
I looked all over for you. You're my favorite person ever. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, like really touching. And then it's like, I just see this and we're about to kill our ghost. And this ghost, I love you. It's like crush. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah. You're a monster. Yeah. This is why he doesn't wave. <laughs> I, okay. I like really positive things, but he I do waves. like stories that have dark endings. So do I, but hmm. you're a monster. I don't I don't enjoy it, but I do appreciate it. You're a monster. So next week or next our next show will be in two weeks. That's what we do. We're bi weekly. It'll be on the twenty third of June at nine fifteen AM. Mm. And we will talk about something. Maybe will we have will there be the Lumina stuff have happened Lumina by then? will be the week Maybe. after. Uh, so we'll figure it out. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more to unravel. Oh, oh, um, one of the, I can't remember if it was one of the Chronicons. I think it was. Uh, Callus talks about how. Oh, so kind of Crown of Sorrow. Callus talks about how Galron mm. fa- or Galron failed, being his hive shadow, and so mm-hmm. he was like, "All right, who else can I get?" Well, there's Tolan and there's Eris. And he can't find Eris anywhere, so he's asking us to say, if we ever see Eris, send her his way. And there was Toland. Toland is in the Ascendant Realm and everything. And so trying to get Toland out, he offered Toland one of his lost trinkets, which would be bad juju. And so Toland didn't bite. Hmm. And now there's somewhere in the universe there is a bad juju just sitting there in an attempt to get toland out of the ascendant realm and inside the trailer for season of opulence we saw what kind of looked like an ascendant realm i'm still not entirely on board with that because it was more blue than black but mm-hmm. maybe you know i'm not entirely opposed to it either um so maybe next week we'll have some stuff about bad juju to talk about yeah and toland cool. and all that and mm-hmm. that'd be fun yeah i'm down uh so let's hope probably not but let's hope and mm-hmm. <laughs> to find out what we're talking about next week you can follow us on twitter we're at loose cannon show just like we're uh typed here on twitch at loose cannon show oh you know um if you came in late we have a youtube channel loose cannon and Loose Cannon Show. Uh, we also upload onto uh, Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, Google, iTunes, all that stuff. So you can get an audio version if you don't like video. That's fine, too. And uh, this is a fun week, guys. So we're all going to wave except for Guardian because he's a jerk. Bye. I'm waving in spirit. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Waving. Bye. Guardian's Bye. Waving. Don't listen to him. I wave, damn it.